Time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. All right. Now, I'm not going to worry too much about his employment prospects, but uh, is John Horgan going to be okay? Yeah, I'm looking at these uh, headlines in this incredibly complex thing that's going on with tech, uh, the company that's facing a takeover bid and also planning to split itself into two companies. And I see the big story yesterday is that tech has backed away from its plan to split itself into two companies, one doing mining and one doing coal mining. So that was the plan. They didn't get support from the shareholders. They're backing off. And the consequences, I'm going like, gosh, John Horgan's out of a job. Uh, Horgan announced the day that he was leaving the legislature, stepping down as MLA. The former premier uh, confirmed he's going to take an appointment on the board of Tech's new coal mining company. And he said he didn't much care what, what people thought of that, a great, a great typical characteristic Horgan uh, statement. I don't care what people think, I'm gone. Um, Well, now that isn't happening. So, you know, I don't know whether we're going to see his name popping up in the want ads. Um, (laughs) Looking for work, ex-premier, very experienced, knows uh, a thing or two. Has some time on his hands. But that isn't going to happen, and uh, at least not for now. Now, maybe in the long run it'll happen anyway. But, uh, yeah, I guess uh, Oregon isn't going to get that board appointment after all. Interesting. I, I would have thought that somebody like, I, you would wait until everything is said and done and you know everything is signed before you say, hey, this is what I'm doing. Well, I leave it to the business reporters to sort all this out, and I've been trying to follow it, and there's been some excellent coverage, you know, Financial Post and excellent coverage in the Globe and Mail trying to suss all this out. But it, it looks like that was part of the push for tech to say, hey, we're restructuring ourselves. Hey, shareholders, don't go for this takeover. Ah, that makes Uh, sense. You know, all that. And so I think they were trying to build momentum for what they were doing. And, yeah, the provincial government and the opposition have both weighed in on this. They say they don't like this Swiss company that wants to take over this B.C. company. They worried that if the takeover goes ahead, the headquarters jobs will leave B.C. and end up somewhere else. So it's very controversial, huge implications for B.C. This is a a company that's, you know, our biggest uh, and one of the biggest mining companies in Canada. So uh, there's a lot of other implications on it, but in the meantime, uh, you know, maybe call up John Horgan, get him on as a guest, see if he, see if he, he <laughs> thinks anybody cares about the fact that he's uh, out of a job. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that very much. Yeah, uh, no. Okay, let's talk about the hot topic in question period yesterday, because it's one that we've been talking about as well on the show, uh, Surrey Portables. Yeah, some things come along and turn into a terrific slogan for the opposition, and this one double-decker portables. So how bad is the situation with portable classrooms in Surrey? You can give people a big number of 400 portables. You can talk about uh, the number of schools that are brand new and already overwhelmed. Uh, You can talk about them needing spaces for 2,200 students right away. But the thing that really jumped out in question period yesterday, and the opposition, of course, jumped on it, is Surrey says it's so bad out there. Uh, They're running out of space to put the portables. They're having to get rid of playgrounds and parking lots. And they're saying, so we're probably going to have to go to double-decker portables. 
Maybe the sky's the limit. Uh, who's to say we won't be the triple decker before they solve this problem? That, you know, and considering how contentious this has been in the past, and we've been pointing out that how this was a big deal in the 2017 election. A big deal in the 2017 election. So uh, the Liberals jumped on this too. The BC United jumped on this. Uh, they were still the Liberals when they first heard this. Uh, running for election in 2017, John Horgan said, we're going to get rid of the portables in Surrey. And that is one of the issues that really connected with the electorate out there, the feeling that the the then BC Liberal government just hadn't done enough. You know, it had balanced the budget and squirreled away surpluses, but it hadn't dealt with the growth problems in and around Metro Vancouver. And Horgan was going to deal with it. I, I think, to be fair, he did get off to a good start. The New Democrats did uh-huh. build a lot of new schools. But you had a very good interview yesterday out of Surrey where it's clear from, you know, the, the chair of the budget group out there that uh, the New Democrats have lost momentum on this. Yeah. They haven't been keeping up. And this is a problem chronic problem for government. The longer you're in government, the more you're not living up to the easy promises you made in opposition. You've got uh, the education minister on this morning. I can tell you, Simi, the government did not do her any favors. The premier did not do uh, Minister Singh, any favors by making her education minister. They promoted her to cabinet. That's a good thing for her. But giving her education with this problem hanging over them in yeah. Surrey, uh, I think she's going to be squirming to try to explain what they're going to do about this. And her writing is smack in the middle of where a lot of this overcrowding is yeah. taking place at Surrey Green Timbers. And you're right, They've if I could use a sports analogy here, Vaughn, it's kind of like they've taken their eye off the ball on this yep. one, is that they were planning and they were building and they had a plan. And then somewhere when the pandemic happened, it, it kind of fell by the wayside. And now they have not regained that momentum. Yeah. And what's that quote out of Surrey? You know, even if they said we're going to deal with the problem starting today, because it takes so long to build a new, to plan, build a new school, It'll be five years before those students can walk through the front door of that new school. And British Columbia is growing. Surrey is growing. Uh, that's a, and the government never stops telling us, right? The premier says it's a sign that, you know, British Columbia people have faith in the future. Yes, they do. People are coming here in record numbers. Yes, they are. But the government hasn't kept up with the need to provide them with the services and in Surrey, I think that's increasingly going to be a problem. We heard it in the House yesterday. Well, the Liberals did a rotten job on this. They didn't do enough. We built more schools than you did. Well, yes, but, you know, as, I mean, BC United can say now, uh, yeah, and you promised to make it better. And, okay, maybe we'll be generous and say you got off to a good start. But as you say, Simi, they've lost momentum on that. They've taken the eye off the ball. And they're now accountable yeah. Six, six years in government, they're now accountable for the fact that there are more portables than ever in Surrey, and in fact, such a need for them that they're talking about double-deckering portables. Oh, that's a terrible visual, right? Like, you got to tell they're going to be on that. So we are going to talk to the education minister about that. But Vaughn, I also want to talk to you about this health ministry announcement yep. yesterday. So I always thought this was kind of weird, this whole TELUS Life Plus Medical Services plan, and now it sounds like it was not our imagination. 
No, it was a problem. Um, the government got a lot of complaints about it. Uh, people were paying $5,000 for access to a family doctor. TELUS said that's not what the way it worked. Um, the Medical Services Commission, which is an independent agency that makes sure Medicare is run fairly and all of that here in BC, investigated and concluded that is what was happening. But what happened? The settlement in this is another insight into what it means to be in government. So TELUS is guilty as charged, but, according to the Medical Services Commission, but there's no fines, there's no penalties, there's an out-of-court settlement, and the out-of-court settlement says, TELUS says, we're not going to do this anymore. No admission of guilt, just we're not going to do this anymore. And Health Minister Adrian Dix comes out and says, confirms, oh, by the way, they're not going to do it anymore for access to family doctors this way, but the people who paid $5,000, so it's $5,000 the first year, $3,500 the second year, the people who paid and got access to family doctors that way, they get to keep the access. They've been grandparented in. This is a deal. This isn't, you know, retribution and fines and punishment. This is a deal. The government is not going to strip away the rights to those family doctors that people got. And Adrian Dix said yesterday, it's not about punishing anyone. Right. But some of those doctors will no longer be able to add new clients. So you think this way. Right. So you would think that for them, maybe this new family doctor deal would be more attractive. Yep. So they might not stay in that program. They might not. We don't know how this is going to unfold. But the thing I find really interesting about this is, you know, uh, the Greens came out and said, how come you're not finding them? How come you're not punishing them? How come you're not stripping all this away? Dix has to manage the system. There's a huge shortage of British Columbians that still don't have family doctors. So the number we've been given is three or 4,000 people got into this program, and the government is, going, is being practical. If we strip away their access that they got that way in good faith, um, all you're going to do is make the problem worse. And the other thing Dick said was, look, we work with TELUS on a whole bunch of issues. They've been very helpful on public health, on vaccinations. We don't want to punish them. What we want to do is go on working with them, and we want compliance with the Medicare Protection Act. So this is a deal, the kind of deal that governments cut when they're in power, uh, not the kind of thing that opposition parties say, and, you know, you're hearing it from the Greens. They want punishment. They want fines. And Dix is saying that would not help managing the system. So he is praising TELUS, praising the Medical Services Commission, and hmm. telling the people who bought access this way, you can keep your access. Interesting. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye.